Good morning. Good morning. Our scripture reading for today comes from Leviticus chapter 19, 33 through 34. You know, it's funny, I, I, I haven't heard anything from this particular book in quite some time. And so when I say that today, it, it makes me kind of, it's almost like I feel like y'all should be in shock that I would even come from this book, and quite frankly, some of y'all probably forgot Leviticus even existed, but I assure you it's still there. It's just, uh, it, 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 it's pulling on me today, and I believe that it has something for us. Let us read. When an alien resides with you in your land, shall not oppress the alien. The alien who resides with you shall be to you as the citizen among you. You shall love the alien as yourself, for you are aliens in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. The word of God for the people of God. Most gracious God, Lord, we pray today that you will speak to our very minds and our very hearts, Lord, that, that we together would be better and able to be who you've called us to be. Lord, let us see the alien as a friend. Let us meet strangers and quickly become family. Lord, let us worship, act, and move as you have called us to worship, act, and move. In Jesus' name, amen. This Sunday being Super Bowl Sunday, I, I almost named this particular sermon down, set, hut. But the name that I submitted was Common Ground. But I think I'm still going to go back to down, set, hut. You see, when I was young and played football, the quarterback didn't do all the clapping signal stuff that they do now on TV, nor did the entire team look to the sideline for the signal of the play. In my day, man, I sound old. In my day, we huddled up and pumped up the man next to us, letting them know what they did great and helping them with the thing that they may have challenged, been challenged with until the quarterback came to the huddle. And then that quarterback gave us our next play and we trusted his words and did not question our next move. We would then proceed to our positions on the line, on the field, with our jobs in mind. We already knew those around us had the strength and the talent to make the play a success. And I trusted that all those on the field would do their part, and they trusted that I would do mine. And so we waited to hear this phrase, down, set, hut. And in one accord, we worked together towards victory. <sighs> that brings back memories. But, but, but in looking back, what I, I realized is that trust, that faith, that friendship necessary for us to work together towards the common goal wasn't there at the first practice. The first practice was made up of a ragtag group of individuals, a ragtag group of strangers. We were from different homes, different neighborhoods, different ethnicities. We, we had different thought processes. We had different gifts and talents. We were all just different. We were strangers. 
Strangers in a familiar place, but strangers nonetheless. Then we hit summer conditioning, affectionately known as two-a-days. This was designed to, commit, to condition our bodies and minds for the season. However, it also forced us to bond as a team. It gave us chance after chance to choose to be a team of friends instead of a group of strangers. Have you ever noticed that some of the best teams in history, both college and professional, have apparent off-the-field friendships? You can spot quarterbacks out with their receivers having dinner. You can see running backs with their linemen at social events. You can see defensive backs and safeties dancing on the sidelines. It is the teams that choose to unite on common ground that usually have great seasons. Likewise, it is usually those that choose to stay strangers, divided for whatever reason, that fail in all facets of the game. Leviticus 19 starts off by saying, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord God, is holy. In other words, you shall be imitators of the Lord your God. You shall be an example of who I am to those who search for me, and this is how you do it, is the remainder of the verses of this chapter. And God walks through what we are to do and arrives at our scripture today that simply says, When a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. You shall treat the stranger who sojourns with you as a native among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. He calls on this group of people to remember that they were once strangers in a foreign land, that they, were, that they once needed and desired for fair treatment, compassion, and love. I believe this is also a great reminder for us. We have all been strangers in the room. We have all been different for one reason or another, ostracized, condemned, bullied, or ignored. We, we, we have been all of these things, even when we knew we had value to the group, they left us feeling unaccepted, like strangers. Some of us have been on the other side of things where we've made other people feel different for one reason or another. We've made others feel ostracized, condemned, bullied, or ignored. Even when, even when they had great value to the group, we still left them unaccepted. We left them as strangers. But today God is calling us to be imitators of him. He is calling us to be patient, to be kind, to be long-suffering. He is calling us to leave our pride and arrogance behind. He is demanding that we not be rude, nor that we rejoice in wrongdoing, but rather we rejoice always in the truth. He requires that we put away childish thinking, that we knock down ungodly barriers and show love to our neighbors, making strangers our friends. Webster defines a friend as an atta an atta one attached to another by a feeling of liking and caring or concern. In short, if we can highlight a common ground or a common goal, it is easy to rally to or for one another. You might ask, what common ground might I quickly find with a stranger? <laughs> well, here's my answer to you. When I was young, I learned a song. And it simply said this, 
The Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you. The Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you. It makes it so easy. So easy. It makes it so very easy. Easy to love. And if we could translate this childhood lesson into our adulthood, we could look at the Jesus in a stranger and make them a friend. We could see the God-given value in one another and show genuine compassion. We could choose to be imitators of Christ and show unconditional love. And if we did this one thing, we would effectually be a team of friends destined to win the Super Bowl of life. But the choice is ours. Will we be a group of strangers failing in all facets of life? or a team of friends, fighting together towards a common goal, meeting on common ground, living the mandate of our Lord, who is our quarterback. People of God, I must remind you, because some people might say, this does not apply to me. I've never felt like a stranger anywhere. Well, the fact is, whether you have been popular all of your life and never felt like a stranger anywhere for any reason, the Bible still records in Ephesians that we remember that we were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. People of God, Jesus loved us from positions of strangers to that of a friend. And in it gave us an inherited right of grace, forgiveness, joy, and salvation. And the kingdom of God, our extension of friendship to others, is a reminder to them of their place in the body of Christ and all that that relationship provides. So as we line up on the field of life, I must say that I am very grateful to have you all as friends. I am grateful that I can trust that your talents and your giftings won't be withheld as we fight together for the common goal, and that is of spreading the gospel of Christ. I am grateful that as my friends, that, that we can love on one another, that we can love others, and that we can push one another towards victory. I am grateful that victory for all those that believe in Christ is already assured. I can almost hear God saying now, down, set, hut, as he sends us forward to continue building this godly, holy team, fighting for all those that he loves. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.